Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I'm your host, Nathan, and I just want to say thank you very much from the bottom of my heart to all of you Industry Horror Hearers and casual, casual listeners for listening to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. But I have a goal. If we can get an average of five lis- listens in 180 days, then I could meet a goal of 1,000 listens of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast by 2022. And today is a special day, since it's my birthday. Hard to believe, 29. And since I reviewed a horror short film in the last episode, it's only fair to give you behind-the-scenes perspective of working behind and in front of the camera of a 2017 short film I worked on that is titled Shadows of the Illicit. Yes, you will get a glimpse of B.I.H. before Industry Horror. To be honest, it's kind of one of those Hollywood meet-up stories. Joe Rego was going to the same trade school called Vase, which he was studying studio production like I was. The difference was he was about to be finished with the program and I was barely starting. I let him know if he needed any help with projects to let me know I, I would be happy to help out. Because he recently, at that time, did this great Doritos big game commercial that they was entering for Doritos big game commercial contest. It didn't end up being in the big game, but it seemed it was uh, a lot popular uh, when you saw the views of how many people viewed his work. I let him know if he needed a production assistant, you know, just to let me know. Of course, at first, there was originally a different project that was that was going to work on, but some behind-the-scenes stuff happened, and it went to we couldn't longer work on that for the time being. And then I got a response. It, it felt two weeks later... Hey, I have a project and I need a PA for the trailer. Would you be interested? I worked on the trailer of Shadows of the Illicit, and since I did a great job, I became the PA for the short film. And also an important key aspect, when you usually have a small cast and crew, and when they usually can't find anyone else to do the role, it usually goes to the, usually goes to the PA or some of the actors... Or some of the actors. I was the Slater. I helped set up. I got to do a voiceover. And. And got to be on camera. Next birthday. I will review Happy Death Day. Why? Because I thought I already did a review. On Happy Death Day. And I didn't. So next birthday. I will review Happy Death Day. But now let's get to Shadows of the Illicit. So everyone, I'll make sure that there will be a link and you can follow along. Follow along with the film or at your own pace, what what you prefer. And I'll be just telling you my reactions and telling you behind the scenes stories of working on this working on this project. So you click on the link and it will take you to the Shadows of the Illicit movie, which is on YouTube.
and you can watch with me and I will react. These establishing shots are fantastic. I really enjoy the motel sign with the neon. Gives you a noir feeling. That chandelier fell one too many times behind the scenes. A pain was an understatement. All people on the screen, they have acting chops. We as Ruby, Antonio as Milo, Sabat, Sebastian as Donnie, and especially the person... Anna Marie as Mabel. Her performance would blow out of the water if never won not just Best Supporting Actress, but Best Actress from the Oscars that year. Around the six-minute and three-second minute mark, you will get to hear me voice a drunk person. Here's an interesting fact. For a peculiar reason, I finally said, Oops, sorry, wrong room, instead of, Oops. Sorry. Also, I got way into it to the point I made a backstory for that voice. You, you know you enjoyed what you worked on when you make your own fan creation story. Around the 7 minute 59 second minute mark when Antonio said my little toughie, there was a there was a take that I couldn't help myself but left for two minutes. I don't know why, and I went to the back corner and turned around, so that way I would laugh. I, I don't know why, but the way Antonio said, that to me, it was laughable. I don't know, it's either that or maybe I was just, just imagining a a French guy going like, My little toasty. For some peculiar reason, I just found the way that Antonio said the line, it was... Laughable in in a in a good way in a in a positive way. Antonio is a great and wonderful guy. Around the eight minute mark, I attempted to be be the voice of the police officer, but for the life of me, I I couldn't sound official and authoritative. So I was really I was happy that John Madero's got the voice. Really great and wonderful person. He even, uh, before the pandemic, he did improv classes in Ojai. So, hopefully he gets to... So, hopefully he'll be able to do that again. And if you're around the Ojai area, uh, please do check out his uh, improv class. So, in the 12-minute, 35-minute mark, uh, when you see the drink poured on, on Miles' face that's played by Antonio... Uh, there was a take where I, I poured the whiskey. It's actually what I do believe it was actually water or it's either that or it was juice, really, and poured it on his face. It was it was little drops that there was little drops that Antonio had to grab the spills and, and put and put them on his face to look that he got a drink poured on his face. I I just for some peculiar reason, I, I just couldn't pour pour a lot on him. I just saw him as the great dude Antonio and not Despicable Milo character. So Joe, off camera, had to pour the drink on Antonio's face. The scene around the 15-minute mark now, originally I, I wasn't going to be one of the bodyguards, but one of uh, the actors, I do believe his name is Christian, 
uh, one of his friends was going to be the other bodyguard, but he didn't have time, which is understandable. So since they knew I was already going to be there, yeah, they made me the bodyguard. Uh, the the costume, the the blue navy sport coat, blue tie, white button shirt, and blue navy pants were all from my closet. I didn't have to shop. Luckily, they were all in my closet already, and I didn't have to go out shopping to get for the costume. And Antonio was worried because in a couple of takes, he because you you. You can see see if you're watching the the short film that he he basically you you could say in a way pistol whip me in the back and there was one take I went flying not for the air but I just felt I was flying right ac right across uh, this uh, parking lot. It's just I forgot to lay down. And get out of the camera shot. So you could see that. I went down. You get the effect that I went down. I think. Most of these shots were actually. Not too far from the Venture Harbor. And the motel was. The interior of the motel was actually shot in this building. That also was not too far from the Venture Harbor as well. And. Leia is a hairstylist. She worked in that room and shared with, uh, I do believe it was a video converter service business. And, and, and I have to say, Leah pulls off the red dress as Ruby. The, the guy with the cigar, it, it's crazy. was actually in one of my English classes back in college. I, to be honest, I had no idea he would be on the set. It was just a crazy coincidence. And Richard is a really cool person who knows how to play sax and, and paints really well. Around the 16 minute and 7 second mark, we, we shot this around a church ground near Miramani in, in Ojai. Sebastian was the script supervisor for most scenes till he was in the scenes. Then I was script supervisor. The, the 21... 21 minute, 41 second minute mark. You you see a knife, and that is actually my dad's knife. Uh, we were just fortunate that on one side of the knife didn't have the brand name on it. Around the 22 minute and 36 second mark for a lot of short films. A lot of the goal of a short film, besides that you enjoy it and getting accolades from film film festivals is the fact that eventually a studio wants to make it into a full feature length. So think of it as a pilot for a possible full feature length film, similar to TV that have a pilot and if it does well enough, it becomes a TV series. But I think if Shadows of the Illicit became a full feature length, it would be titled either Blue Swan or 4.45 a.m. train. The 27 minute, 32 second mark. That line needs to be on the shirt. 28 minute and 6 second minute mark. And this was one of the scenes I was excited about to see. And, and after post-production, the reveal of what happened was filmed in... Ojai, a church courtyard around the uh, Miramani area, and the bathroom scene with, and the bat, and the 
and the facilities scene with the safe and bag was in a bathroom not too far where we filmed the interior of the motel. Of the motel. It was a hard scene because it was a small facilities. Uh, making sure not to show the Hershey's chocolate bar trademark as well. And with that being said, with my nostalgia goggle, it's four and a half out of five flasks. But for real, four out of five. Joe did a great job writing, directing, editing, lighting, producing, and a lot more. And even Balthazar as a boom operator. One more behind-the-scenes story. So Anna, Anna Maria Strickland had these chocolates. Or is, is it Anna Marie? I sometimes get those mixed up sometimes. Had these had these chocolates that she brought. They were organic chocolate. They had an interesting taste. And to be honest, I surprisingly enjoyed them. And it was also kind of interesting to see how the other, how cast members responded after tasting uh, the organic chocolate. It was, we, we, we had a, we had a wonderful and great time working and making this film with, with Joe. And to be honest, I'm, I'm still baffled how this short film hasn't been accepted by any film festival is beyond me. But with all that said, uh, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I really do appreciate all you industry horror heroes and casual listeners out there. And don't worry, next episode I will be reviewing a whole lot more horror horror films. Horror films that are from horrifying to even the zany. As we close the lid on this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. If you would like to follow me on social media, I have an Instagram. It's Industry Horror Coffin Cast. Also, I have a Facebook page, Industry Horror Coffin Cast. You can also contact IndustryHorrorCoffinCast at gmail.com. Please give me some suggestions of any of any horror films, full feature length, short. And if there's anything autism related, please let me know. And I would like and I would like to discuss and review as well. Thank you all for listening. So long until next time. Thank you all industry warriors out there for listening to this episode of the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. I really do appreciate all of you industry horror heroes and casual listeners out there for listening to this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. And this episode is brought to you by Industry Horror. Industry Horror is a 501c free nonprofit that helps out employ autistic adults and and disabled people with silkscreen printing, making buttons, stickers, 
and employment at the industry horror store to get them in a step in the right direction of being independent and productive members of society in their community. So you can help out by either uh, following on social media sites of Instagram and Facebook for industry whore. Or you can shop online, industryhorror.com. Or if you're around the Venture County area, you can shop off of 518 East Main Street in downtown Ventura. If you have any silkscreen printing needs or, or stickers, no matter how small or how large your business is, we would be happy to help out. You can contact industryhorror at gmail.com. Or you can contact at our... Or you can contact on our web store website, industryhorror.com. Screen printing with a conscious.